Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the A to Z Guide to Stress-Free Leadership, She's Smart, Strong, Sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Welcome to another episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show, your classroom for learning what mindfulness is and how you can apply mindfulness to your life. My name is Holly Duckworth, and I am so excited to be with my good friend, Elizabeth Glau. Today we're going to be talking about what mindfulness is in her life and how she applies it within her work in the meetings industry. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you, Holly. We, I'm so excited about our chat today. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Yeah. As you know, we record here in Denver, That's right. but we are so excited. You were able to be here from Portland, Oregon, where your offices mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. to have a little chat in person. You know, the power of face-to-face -face yes. with yes. meetings and events happening all of the time. We think virtual sometimes is taking over, but there's something really special yes. about the mindfulness that can only happen from face-to-face. So, first question of the day, of course, is um, educate us on your definition of mindfulness. What is mindfulness for you? Well, I'm not an expert. M much of what I've learned is from you, so thank you for that. <laughs> but uh, I would say, um, in my non-expert opinion, mindfulness is just about um, kind of in those moments when you're overwhelmed by you know, all of the digital aspect, you know, our, our overwhelming digital footprint and... Um, overloading on content just sometimes we need a break right because it can be very over overwhelming so whatever that means you know to different people um, just taking that taking that moment to um, you know breathe or you know be grateful for something um, but just kind of being aware of you know the moment right exactly so that's kind of that's kind of my how I look at it so one of the, the ways that we look at mindfulness on the show is mindfulness is the practice of being present in every moment without judgment. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of what's making mindfulness both fun and a little intriguing for people is mm -hmm. there's not one agreed upon definition, but it really does come back for most people to that practice of just being present in the writing, in the speaking, in the work mm -hmm. that you're doing, if you're at the grocery store, whatever it is you're doing, how you become fully present in each experience. Yeah. So one of the things that we really want this show to be about is about the practice that um, this isn't going to require you to sit on a meditation pillow. It doesn't require you to do the ohm. You know, that's part of the skeptics. We're like, Holly, I'm not ohming. So, so my question for yeah. you is um, everyday mindfulness. How do you practice everyday mindfulness in the life that you live? Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that, you know, sometimes doing, and I've, I've been experimenting with some different types of yeah. yoga, like the yin and restorative yoga. And I think for me, actually trying to incorporate those, you know, a couple times a week is one way to just remind myself, right, that that, you know, that is important and, and intentionally giving yourself that time, you know, to have that space and, and, you know, focus on your breathing or whatever it is, right? 
but <clears throat> kind of in an everyday sense, it's, you know, for me, it's probably still at the point where it's, if I at least recognize, you know, when I, when I do need to take a moment, you know, if I do realize if, if I'm in a kind of a stressful situation or, or something like that, it's, it's, it, the first step is just recognizing you have a problem. Right? <laughs> like, so acknowledging that problem and thinking, oh, okay, there's, you know, there's something, you know, I need to do. It's just, just breathing, right? Or, you know, just looking away from the screen, you know, just, just the fact that we have, um, you know, so much, a lot of us, you know, our jobs are like literally just staring at a screen all day, you know? And so I think part of it is, you know, you can set yourself, um, like there's apps, you know, where you can like set yourself a reminder to just look away from the screen or, you know, get up or, you know, so in this case, maybe incorporating some just breathing and, you know, taking a, taking a chill pill. <laughs> taking a chill pill. We all need to take a chill pill in this crazy world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were talking a little bit, you've been a, a studier of my, of my work for a while and in the book, mm -hmm. A to Z Leadership, Mindful Leadership, mm -hmm. the A to Z Guide for Stress-Free mm -hmm. Leadership. Uh, you're, you're so great. You said, you know, Holly, I love the book and I got to A, affirmations, and I got a little stuck and perhaps you've had the same experience. A is, of course, affirmations mm -hmm. and you, you know, write a one statement, positive, present tense statement of what it is you want to have happen in your life. So tell the audience, because I'm sure they're having some of the same challenges. What, what was your challenge? And let's, let's yes. talk through that so you can get to letter B. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. I need, I need to get unstuck. So yeah, I just, you know, it was, you know, the, the affirmation was kind of a statement about what makes you awesome, right? And I just, I, for some reason, I was overanalyzing that, I think. You know, I was just, I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be perfect, right? It's like, because, because this is going to be the thing, you know, potentially that I'm, you know, telling myself every day or like, you know, multiple times a day, like I want it to be, you know, so perfect. Like what is my, what is my statement going to be? And so, um, yeah, I think I just need to kind of get over that hurdle of trying to make it perfect, you know, and come up with something that's good enough because it'll be great, right? Once I do it and then put it into practice. Yeah. I mean, I was a Virgo, Virgo meeting planner, so I can make an Excel spreadsheet out of an Excel spreadsheet. People laugh, Holly, now you're teaching mindfulness. Yeah. And it's from this place of, breathe you know that's yeah. your head gears going when you've got oh it's not enough it's not enough. I'm not saying yeah. the right thing yeah. you know giving yourself when you're writing your affirmation kind of that opportunity to breathe into your into that inner knower that heart space and and what's mm -hmm. the statement that that voice is yeah. telling you yeah. and coming from writing the statement from that that point of view right. might might help you think about I can't do it wrong I can never have write a wrong affirmation right. and right. They, they change a little bit. So, you know, I, uh, I try to make mine a little shorter now. It's like, yeah. am joy, am joy, am joy. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I am joy. Mm -hmm. I'm jo like just, and, and that might be my affirmation in the morning. And then at lunch, it might be a lot of things are coming at me. Am peace. I am peace. Mm -hmm. I am peace. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't, don't think you have to say the only one affirmation and yeah. say it all this, the same time. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a good tip. Yeah. Right? Okay, great, great way to use the, reuse the tool and know that it can yeah. always be, be changed yeah, up awesome. a little bit. So um, you're a meeting event planner, been in the industry for, for 20 years in a, in a variety of roles. And in meetings and events, we talk about before the event, during the event, and after the event. Yeah. Uh, lots of listeners to the show attend events. Obviously, mm -hmm. we also have some, some planners in our midst. How do you bring mindful practices into the meetings and events that you're mm -hmm. working on? Mm -hmm. So something, you know, I've done, I've explored a lot of different things, you know, in, in the various roles that I've had. And I think that, so whether you're like, so taking quickly the view of if you're attending an event, I think the thing to do, um, and this is where, again, we're just, we're so busy, like in our lives 
that I think a lot of times we register, we sign up for something, we register for something, and then we put it on the calendar, and then we don't think about it again until like packing the bag. Literally, <laughs> literally, like oh, I need to pack a bag or get in the car or whatever it is, right? And and then you're on your way there, and then you just show up, and and then you're just you know a lot of folks are just overwhelmed again, right? Just except this time it's a very physical and tactile you know sense of overwhelmingness, like oh now I'm like in this environment and there's potentially I mean if you're attending a large conference. Um, like the one I used to work on, and there's 20,000 people there, right? And you're just like, what is going on? So, you know, of course my tip would be, you know, if you can carve out some time in advance to kind of plan out, you know, your schedule and what you want to do. But honestly, I, I found that that just tends to be a personality thing. Either you're a planner or you're not, mm -hmm. right? You're either going to, you know, I'm, of course, you know, you would be the same way. The kind of person that's like, oh, I'm going to, you know, plan out my full agenda. Like, what are all the sessions I'm going to? You know, who do I meet? You know, like, all these kinds of things, right? Because that's just, we find joy in that, you know, planning our experience. Whereas other people, you know, they might just want to kind of show up and, and wing it. But I think the thing to do, whether you're planning your agenda or whether you're winging it, is to carve out some time right? For whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's mindfulness, but reflection, you know, white space, we kind of use some of these different terms. Um, even if, you know, even if that agenda is packed full, like, so what if you miss a session, right? You know, you need to like create that space for yourself to, you know, just either reflect on what you've learned or, you know, or maybe just take a break, you know, if it is, you know, overwhelming or whatever. And so from, so that's kind of from the, you know, the standpoint of the person attending the event. So for the planner, the, the, you know, the implication is clear, right? So even if you have the kind of agenda where, you know, you've packed it full and it's, you know, sessions, at least communicate to your attendees that it's okay to find some white space. So either, you know, either try to kind of schedule it in there for them. But honestly, I, I almost wonder if that's not the best way to go, right? Because different people might need that space at different times, right? Mm -hmm. So you try to schedule it, right? Try to control that, like, oh, they're going to have white space here. Like, it now occurs to me that that's kind of a funny concept, right? Because maybe they need it earlier or later, right? Than, like, where you think it fits into the agenda. Yeah, I just recently, I was MC, or Master of Ceremonies, mm -hmm. Mindfulness of Ceremonies mm -hmm. for a conference, and we had an intentional two-hour break mm -hmm. after the afternoon session and before yeah. the dinner, and yeah. some of the feedback we got was, well, there's nothing to do for two hours. Well, in our mind as the planners, that was going to be the, mm -hmm. the opportunity to meditate or yeah. go for a walk or see something yeah. in the, the town the event was in. And that particular participant might have wanted that in the morning. So, yeah. yeah or is, not at all. I mean, quite frankly, yeah. right? Some people, you know, don't need or want that kind of, you know, break. But I think I, we tend to think about it as a end of day or end of event, right? Like, I want you to reflect, again, like on what you've learned or, you know, who you've met and... So that you can actually then, the next step would be turn that into some action, right? Like, what are you going to do when you get back home that's, that's going to change based on this experience you've had? Like, are you actually going to change, you know, who you are, what you do, you know, like, because that, isn't that the point, you know, of attending an event, an experience of some sort, like that you actually get something out of it and do something with that or change, you know, in some way. And so I think that's the piece that we're missing so often. Well, that's one of the pieces that um, in the book, again, the letter I is intention. Mm -hmm. So in this particular conference, I did an intention setting activity. So instead of just this big giant opening keynote, we had a little mini TED talk bringing everybody calm center. Okay, we're, we're here in the meeting now, and we kind of gave them that two or three minutes to go, okay, well, now that I'm here, why am I here? Yeah. And then they, you know, anything goal setting or intention <laughs> setting, they kind of wrote out, here's, here's the one thing I want to do, be, or have as a mm -hmm. result of this. That's great. 
and then we hung those up in the lobby for people to reflect and review them. So um, while often meetings are are not known for being mindful, they're known for being mindless and (laughs) over-programmed and busy, there are little ways uh, that you can be mindful by giving yourself permission to take a break, to set an intention, or just to simply breathe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so sometimes there are ways that you, you know, depending on the event and the layout and all that kind of stuff, you know, you, you can try to create a specific space, you know, maybe, maybe a room or a space, you know, some kind of, I, I've tried in the past kind of a wellness lounge, but you know, the, the thing is it, it, again, it has to be very intentional, you know, and, and you really have to think through, oh, if I just have a space with comfortable furniture in this corner, like people are just going to use it to read their email, (laughs) to read their email. So you really have to think through like, okay, that's fine that I'm calling this a wellness lounge or whatever, right? Like whatever you want to do with it, but you just have to know, like, you know, just, and that's just part of obviously planning, you know, thinking through your attendee journey, you know, kind of that, uh, what is the experience they're, they're most likely to have knowing that they have all of these outside distractions while they're, you know, at your event and just communicating, suggesting things that, you know, they can do to have a better experience. But at the end of the day, they're going to do what they got to do, right? Yeah. And I, the everyday mindfulness show, we're about people finding their own way Mm -hmm. to live and lead from a place of mindfulness. You know, I've got seven different strategies you can try. We've got the books. There's a lot of different tools, but it's most important that you find the tool that speaks to you. And so I'm kind of grateful mm-hmm. that you're able to come on and say, this yeah. is what, what's working for you and what you're trying. One of the things we love to feature too is favorite reading books. So you have read a lot of books on leadership, a lot of books on event planning. Um, if you're going to leave somebody with a little nugget on mindfulness, leadership, what's a book that you would recommend they, they lean into? Um, I really liked uh, Jessica Levin's book. I believe the title is Everyone Has Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we do. It's life. And I think it's I think it's it's a little bit related to, you know, to the topic. It's it's just about I think giving people some space, right? Like everybody has some stuff that we're dealing with and you know, how do you, you know, just be sensitive to and your own, right? Yeah. Giving yourself, you know, kind of, you know, some uh, acknowledgement of that too. So I she did a really good job with that. So I'd like to Give her, give her a shout out. <laughs> well, great. We'll have to have Jessica on, on the yeah. show. And we do. We all have stuff. And mindfulness yeah. is being present in the stuff, being present mm-hmm. in the good and in the interesting, as mm-hmm. I like to call it. Mm-hmm. And giving yourself the opportunity to just, yeah. just be human and authentic mm-hmm. in it all. And we love your humanness. We love you Thank coming you. on the show. And we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks, Holly. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Mm-hmm.